Hello, everybody. It's Scott and Jen here. And today we are talking about how to be you when you're presenting online. And Jennifer, I'm super excited because this is really the first time we've taken input from a listener. I know. Very exciting. (laughs) It's a a LinkedIn connection of mine, David Sadler Smith, who is a... uh, a B2B marketing guru, a guy that I've known for, for quite a long time via LinkedIn. And his question was, how do you be you? How do you be more of yourself in this really strange online presentation world? He used the word webinar, giving a webinar. Mm. Um, but I think it relates to online presentations in general. So exciting for us. It's like a first, right? We're actually responding to <laughs> a listener's request. Which, by the way, I think we should give a pitch right now. Let's do it. That's what we're here for. Send us your questions. You can go to my website. You can go to Jennifer's website and submit a request for a topic or pose a question. Something you're wrestling with in the realm of speaking skills. And um, we'll do our best to incorporate it in a coming episode. It may take a week or two, but... I love it. Send an email. We will take care of it. That's right. Sometimes it feels like when you're presenting online, like it's like an in-person presentation, but you've got glass between you and the audience and it's a one-way mirror. You, you literally are doing your thing and you know there's an audience on the other side of it. And they can see you, but all you get to see is a little reflection of yourself, <laughs> you know? I mean, it is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like it's how do you- It's tricky. How do you- how can you be yourself when you're looking at yourself? Scott, I, I'll share my own personal approach to this because in, when, in March, when I had to transition everything, my group workshops, my one-on-one coaching, when I had to transition everything to virtual and constantly be on video, I wasn't comfortable with it at first. It, I didn't feel authentic. I felt I couldn't really uh, captivate my audience or connect with them. And that, that bothered me. And so I thought about this over and over. And then I realized, I was like, Jen, you are trying to create this perfect online video experience. Let it go. And when I changed my mindset and I was able to realize this is not about being perfect. It's not about showing up perfectly or saying the perfect words. Your audience, they want a human. That's how they're going to connect with you and build trust and, and credibility with you. It's how can I just show that I'm human? And if I mess up, who cares? They probably won't even know if I mess up. Well, and this applies to the real in-person presentation too, because I've seen people in that mode when they're giving presentations too, they become sort of rigid, Mm. very, very locked in on their script. And you know, the way, the way I've described it in the past is I sort of describe it as, their writing mind kicks in. And what I mean by that is when we write, we're really, it's the kind of communication where you can be perfect because you can write something and put it away and then go back to it and revise it and edit it. 
Yeah. And so, you, you know, we've all been sort of rewarded with A's when we write the perfect essay. And then we take that same mentality into the presentation world and we go, let me write the perfect presentation, the perfect script. And then when I get there, my job is to recite it perfectly. Mm. But it's so, in, it's, it kind of um, separates you from the audience, whether you can see them or not. Yeah, right? it does. It it's does, weird. especially Scott, if we are reading yeah. a script. I noticed this with a lot of presenters, especially in virtual, because you can have your, your notes posted up, your audience yeah. can't see the notes, and you could just be reading yeah. your notes and yeah. your audience. The moment an audience can tell you are reading to them, they start shutting down. Oh, yeah. It doesn't feel engaging or authentic. Yeah. When this whole Zoom world took off at the beginning of the pandemic, I had to give a couple webinars where it was like that, where I had, you know, a lot of people and I wasn't going to be able to look at them. So what was I going to look at? I, the advice to look at the camera seems weird to me. I never advise my clients to like, look at the webcam because it's like this robot. Just yeah. Who wants it, to look at a black circle? In yeah. The black <laughs> glaring eye of Sauron, you know, <laughs> it's just strange. So this is what I did. I took a picture. It's like a four by six and I shrunk it down to half its size in my software. So this is a picture of me and my family early on in the pandemic time when we were going out on, on, I, th I think we were going out on a hike, but we brought our masks with us and shrink it to about half the size. So it's like a three by two, you know, three wide, three inches wide, two tall. And then, you know, print it out and cut it out. Now I have a black and white printer. I'd love if it, this was in color, but now I've got these faces. And then what I did was I put a hole in there. So you'll be able to see this. Can you see the hole in the picture? I can. Right behind there? Yes. I made that with this guy. So a little oh, handy tool. So creative, Scott. So I know. And resourceful. <laughs> but you put the hole in it and then you go like this. I'm going to do it right now. I don't have a piece of tape, but I would tape it to my laptop and watch. I put it so the camera's right in the hole. Yeah. And I taped it right there. Now when I'm giving this webinar and I don't have any faces to cue off of, I look at my little picture and at least I have some faces to talk to. Now that picture's a little weird because they look like banditos, you know, so you might <laughs> your your brain might freak Good out. Half Scott, I'm gonna I wanna add also I, I feel some presenters don't feel it, it's natural or authentic when they're presenting over video, especially when they, they believe that they have to carry the conversation through from the yeah. beginning to end all yeah. on their own. Yeah. Maybe it's a 15 minute presentation. It is a lot to talk for 15 minutes straight. Not only yes. is that hard for the presenter, it, it, gets, uh, it gets difficult for the audience too. Yeah. So I always recommend after a few slides or after let's say a few minutes, pause and throw it out to your audience. You know, if it's appropriate for that size audience, yeah, right. ask them, I'm gonna pause here. What are your thoughts? What are, what are your ideas? Or do you have any questions with what I just covered? This is a brilliant approach because it allows the presenter to breathe. They can stop mm -hmm. talking and just 
breathe. Yeah. And it also re-engages the audience. It tells the audience, I'm going to make this about you and I want to yeah. take care of you. So I, I love that approach. Well, and you can, use, you can use chat. If it's a big audience, you can say, put your questions sure. in, in chat. And I'm going to stop right now and just take a look at the yeah. chat. Read out um, some questions that are coming in. Right. It's a, it's a nice breakup. The other thing that you can do too is if you, if it's not too big, say you have 20 people on there or something like that, and they are sharing their cameras and you have it in a gallery view where you can pretty much see everybody. I don't know. Okay, if, Scott, tell us how to get to gallery view. Well, in Zoom, it's in the upper right-hand corner. There's a choice between gallery view and I think, I forget what the other view is speaker called. Speaker view. Yeah, speaker view. The gallery view puts everybody's face up. And I always tell people, you know, stay muted because it gets funky when your dog barks, but stay <laughs> muted. But when you want to add to the conversation, do this way with your hand. Oh, except not so close to the camera. Okay. Yeah. Now you're picking on me again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, this time it's close to the camera because you're trying to get me, the speaker, to notice you. Okay. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> so those are two ways to to kind of manage that. And I, let me add one more because this is, and this is a big flip. Um, consider dropping the traditional presentation format altogether where you talk at all on your own for any period of time. And instead, see if you can approach it by recruiting a conversation partner and doing it the way we're doing this podcast. You know, you can still be the person who talks the most if you are the expert, so to speak, if you have all that knowledge. But then your conversation partner is there to sort of lead you along, ask questions, maybe even take questions and express them on behalf of the audience. Like a co-facilitator? Right, right. And then you can talk to one another like we do here. And it's very natural and engaging and mm. conversational. And the audience still gets that whole experience. Yes. And Scott, may I add, if you're going to have a co-facilitator, you've got to get into your, your platform, whatever tool you're using and get in there and practice yeah. first. Make sure you're on the same page. Otherwise, there can be too much talking over each other and it becomes a, a confusion yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for everyone. Well, and, and it's best to, if you're not all married, to let me go down my list of questions. It's you got to kind of partner. You got to say, let's converse about this. Just know what that idea is we're trying to get to everybody and, and we'll work together to make that happen. And it does, you're right, rehearse a little bit because there's kind of a chemistry and a rhythm to it all. Absolutely. Great advice. I love that. All right. So um, one quick thought. What would you say? A quick thought to the audience. Oh, let go of perfection. Yeah. Your audience doesn't look for perfection. They look for a human to connect with. Yeah, yeah. In any, any way, I would say any way that you can be more conversational, if that involves being artificial about it and putting a little picture right over your, your webcam, um, if you can turn off your slide share and see faces, do it. Our brain is designed to see faces when we talk to people and, and you've got to try to make that happen. So, hey Scott, what's our topic for our next session, our next podcast? So our next session, this is going to be an interesting one. Oh, it's I, on oh. the topic of Q&A, and you know how upset I get about Q&A. I get very upset about Q&A also. <laughs> okay. So everybody, <laughs> tune in next time when we talk about Q&A.
All right. Great work, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks, everyone. See ya.